Hello, hello. Good morning and welcome to the Profit Lab Podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying this beautiful Tuesday morning. Well, in Miami, it's super beautiful. I don't know where you are, but let me send you some sunshine. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to stop the music and I hope you guys are enjoying the, the kind of the high energy music. That's how I like to start my day every day, you know, prayer, meditation. And then during the, my drive, I'm always listening to music and high energy music at all times. So with that, let's get this started. Um, so I'm your host, Marie Tarosian, certified 10X coach, CFO, auditor, certified public accountant, and a chartered global management accountant. Uh, I serve the entrepreneurial community through two of my businesses, the CPA firm, and uh, the management consulting company, which is the Profit Lab. Uh, the Profit Lab podcast serves to expand our mission to empower entrepreneurs by bringing their stories to the masses. We are thrilled to tell your story to inspire, empower, and uplift other entrepreneurs. So check out our website where you can see, you can listen to the audio version, www.theprofitlab.biz slash podcast. And of course, we are always live on uh, my LinkedIn account, Marie Terosian CPA CGMA, on my YouTube channel, Marie Terosian CPA, and our, our the Profit Lab Facebook page. So make sure to go ahead and find us there. Um, a quick summary, and you know, we launched this podcast specifically on August second, where I spoke about my entrepreneurial journey so far and uh, some of the takeaways and things that I learned throughout that journey. And I, I plan to feature entrepreneurs every week uh, from all walks of life to come here and, and talk to you guys about their entrepreneurial experience and how that can help you. So make sure if you want to be uh, on the a guest, uh, uh, send email to support at theprofitlab.biz. Anyway, today my uh, guest is... I'm going to try to say his name correctly. And the, okay, Yure Kochak, a professional tennis player for over 15 years with a PhD in physical education. Jure is a high, Yure is a high performance mental coach working with over 50 plus athletes and over 700 private uh, clients. He is fluent in Slovenian, English, Spanish, German, Serbo Croatian, and uh, French. Woo! I thought I was talking a lot of languages, Yure. Uh, he has recently implemented the AEQ method to relieve chronic pain on physical, emotional, and, and mental levels. Jure, welcome to the show. I'm still trying to say it correctly. <laughs> okay, Jure, Jure, JK. Jure, Jure. <laughs> but I got your last name correctly. <laughs> uh, almost, almost. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Thank you for having me, Marie. Love, oh, pleasure yeah, to be it's, here. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure as well. I'm so excited you're here. Um, and, you know, as I said, this is it's all about, you know, learning from each other. You know, that's the whole point of the show. So we are excited to learn about you, the, the person you're just a person, not just a coach. You know, it's kind of getting to know you and at, at a personal level. And then we'll talk a little bit more about what you're doing. Great. Uh, well, I am a coach because I'm a person first and because I've done a lot of things personally, yeah. <laughs> my experience as an athlete and as a teacher, professor of sport and education and everything else that the psychology and everything that is included. So that's why I became a coach because my life sort of guided me that yeah. I can share and contribute with others. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. We are always that. And, and, and I think 
um, one of the things that I notice when I meet certain, you know, people, you know, and they're always talking only about business, but you were there, you are there for a reason and, and everything that you did throughout your life, your experiences make you who you are. So they kind of forget to tell us about who they are first, because that's how we actually do business with each other. We got to like yeah. the person. We got to trust that person before they just give us their title. <laughs> Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, it's it's like you mentioned. It's what make what makes us and, and who we are. So yeah, I'm an athlete, professional ex athlete. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't count myself as an athlete anymore. Although I walk every day, <laughs> I walk the dogs, I play some tennis here and there. I played golf recently. I swim. Awesome. You know, I do. I dance. I do all the movements, but I'm not professionally anymore because what I did was sort of a bit of abuse of the body like every athlete does like mm-hmm. uses the body overload to the point of burnout depression chronic fatigue and also wow. cro- chronic injury so that's why how i landed and landed how i came in my journey towards this uh, you know new methods and new things because this is who i am these are my values to learn all the time this is right. one thing that my pa- my past father uh, has sort of instilled in me although he didn't have such success in life he had a house he had a job he had his private job but he still didn't right. Yure never stop learning Absolutely. so that's why i'm learning all the time and i want to be on the upward spiral i want to okay. be responsible for me for my actions and alongside i need to have joy and fun Absolutely. if i don't have joy and fun forget about it i'm just like Hmm. something's off, something's off. And I'm searching for that thing. I need to, you know, get that pepper or chili in so that it gets going. Absolutely. Now I, I hear you totally. And something you said about, uh, you know, when you mentioned something about not no longer practicing tennis, even though you are active, something that my grandmaster in Taekwondo says is like, you know, there's people that have a black belt, but they're not really practicing anymore. So when they most of the time when they say, oh, I'm a black belt, it's like, oh, but are you practicing? You know, so there's a big difference in that. Um, so and then I personally feel whenever, let's say I haven't gone to class enough times, like I feel like, oh, I'm getting into the mode of not practicing. I got to get back on track. Um, so, yeah, it, you know, there's a big difference, but it still makes you who you are. There's certain uh, discipline maybe you have established where you have to keep yourself active at all times, but not so much that you're abusing your body. Yes, you know, being an athlete anyway gives you that discipline, that constant itch and and direction and goal-oriented living. So it doesn't go away, especially I started being an athlete as I was seven years of age, playing football first for a year. And then I played table tennis because my mom said uh, I was going to the boat of the sports. And my mom said, you know, you should stay and stick with table tennis because you don't come home all green and muddy like from the football (laughs) field, you know. So my mother sort of pushed me with that, her uh, laundry agenda towards yeah. tennis. <laughs> Less cleaning to do. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, then I started playing table tennis and the story went on. I, I, you know, was triggered by many things. That was back in the 90s, early 90s, 1990, I began to play table tennis, actually. I was in national selection teams, under 15, under 18, under 21, then top 10, top 15 player in the country. Uh, But I always felt that something is missing. So I studied a lot. I researched a lot. I learned a lot. I implemented. I won a game and I said, oh, I think I got it now. And then I forgot (laughs) about it. And then, of course, the (laughs) decline happened again and I was in a crisis. So all of this up and down helped me uh, create myself and and, and sort of go further in life. 
Absolutely. And then, you know, I know most people say about, you know, finding a balance um, and then some people kind of oppose that idea. I think it's as long as whatever you're doing, it's still making you happy and, and you know, fulfilled um, and pushing you forward and still doing learning. Learning is something you said, too. I've always thought about that. My father always instilled in me that, you know, always being, you know, uh, focused on learning, learning new things. And he said, look, even the oldest person will still learn every step, every day. So, you know, it could be a, a life experience lesson or it could be an actual from the book, but you're always learning. So you never really stop learning. So if you have that uh, drive to always uh, learn and learn new things, you're just going to make yourself a better person. Like in sport, I just talked previously yeah. coming here. I had a live with one tennis player and mm -hmm. she asked me something and I said, how many hours do, do athletes invest? physically, energy-wise, mental, emotional, right. money, time, and everything into being better at their skills mm -hmm. that are needed in their sport? What if they included the same amount or even more into their character, mental building, psychology, yes. emotional yes. maturity? So that is what is needed. And that is why I'm here, because my intention is to really transform and to give others that they stop suffering, because we are suffering because we have these blind spots. So right. sort of we will talk later about the challenges that I face yeah. or faced in my life. And these challenges made me who I am and made me um, create these methods or combine these methods in order to of get course. out of these suffering points. Why would you need to suffer if you're playing table tennis, for God's sake? Why do you need to suffer? <laughs> so you're playing tennis, you're playing football. It's like so crazy how we allow of course anyway sport has completely converted into business now but mm -hmm. it's still that pristine sport has still that authentic genuine like approach and you can have that like it's love it's joy it's moving it's your skill yes. everybody you're performing you're like uh, adored or whatever if you want to be celebrity so it has so much and yet still so many athletes are in depression or in some things that like I was chronic pain, chronic exhaustion, burnout, depression, anger, frustration, which is a different wow. emotion, rage. Yes. This is all I had. I even broke my toe because I was playing table tennis on a training before my national championship. I was playing a table tennis training match and I kicked the table tennis table and I broke my big toe on my oh. foot. So self-sabotaging, wow. so self-damaging I was. Right. And I've walked that path. I was crazy. I was throwing rackets all over the, you know, 20 table tennis tables. And I was throwing because I was angry. Nobody yet, right. you know, could manage me, even myself. So that is why I searched for all these. I had all these questions and eagerness. Give me the answers, please. Somebody give me the yes. answers. Yes. Yes. Understood. Well, that's definitely... Um... Yes, I, I kind of get it. I, I've, I've lost my temper a few times, so I can relate. I think we all go through that difficulties at, at certain times and and, um, and uh, we just have to, you know, uh, figure out how to, you know, move forward from that and not be stuck and be overwhelmed by that uh, uh, that feeling. Um, so let's, let's talk about, you know, so you kind of hinted to, you know, how you started your entrepreneurial journey, the reason you do what you're doing. So you want to go into a little bit more in depth as to, you know, some of the issues that, that may have had, you've had, um, that could, that, that started this coaching and what is the coaching about? Um, I saw I needed that. Uh, yes. maybe I needed a coach who would just pat me on my shoulder when I was, you know, in table tennis, you have one set, then you are timeout and then you go second set and third set. And in between, mm -hmm. 
I just needed maybe this pad or something else. I know exactly right. what, but I didn't get it. So I needed to invent it myself because my Got coach it. gave me instructions how to play and whatnot. And I'm like, I lost you at the first backhand. Don't talk to me about the second backhand, the middle, the short ball, the long ball. I'm like, what? Stop. <laughs> because I was all over, you know, and then with these te technicalities and specifics, it made me more confused. So mm -hmm. I was the same in life, you know, as you do something, you do everything. So I was the same in life, too fast, too much this, too little that, this balanced. So th that is how I gathered a lot of knowledge and wisdom. And I observed and then journaled and put everything together so that slowly I could develop myself to who I am now being 40 years of age to continue to share and contribute to others that they get this illumination. Because the yeah. thing is, it's like I just talked today to someone, to my client. Yes, I had a client at 6 a.m. And he asked me something about <laughs> subconsciousness. Let me tell you how the coaching goes. So he asked me something about subconsciousness. I tend to use that approach of psychology uh, name, personify your subconsciousness part of you. Huh. It's like that movie, Luca, Silencio Bruno. If you watched huh. an animated movie for children, there's one guy who yes. says, Silencio Bruno, tell it, tell it to this voice, Silencio, and just do it. Oh. So you name your fears. Yes, I remember that, yes. Yeah, so Silencio Bruno. So my, my is Juro. It's like Juro. a nickname from Jure, <laughs> it's Juro. So from my client, it's Super Jose. Uh, so I told to him, like, imagine that subconsciousness is like Amazon warehouses. And there are uh -huh. many Amazon warehouses all over the United States and even the world. And imagine that your consciousness is just one retail store, shop. Mm. So because 95 95% is our subconsciousness. It has yes. infinite abilities of um, finding our traumas, memories, uh, reminding us of shit stories and stuff. You know, it has access, this uh, yes. ability to access everything. So it's like 95% guiding our life. So if we have our subconsciousness low and yet still we have our consciousness high, this gap is a problem. Mm -hmm. If you learn only consciously, if you only dive into conscious reading, conscious workshop, consciously changing, but your subconscious still says as it was hurt, damaged, vulnerable as a child in a trauma right. situation where right. we develop this protective super alter ego or whatever. Uh, if it stays there, I'm not good enough. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not worthy. Uh, what happens if I win? What happens if I lose? Fear right. of everything, of rejection. All this is the subconsciousness. So if yes. these warehouses of Amazon are not illuminated, like we are illuminated now, like you've asked me priorly, uh, <laughs> these warehouses are in the dark. So right. if it's in the dark, how can uh, this uh, the Amazon guy... I forgot his name, Bezos. Bezos. How can how can Jeff Bezos have any business if all of warehouses are little if something illuminated? He cannot find the product. So only in the right. shop we can find something. And out of the warehouses, it gets what it gets. Right. So you order a TV, but you get maybe a table for eating, a dining table. So it's confusing. <laughs> yeah, so this is happening with us. So if you want to really have a successful life, you also need to invite your subconsciousness to the party to the table slowly mature it because it stayed mm. as a child vulnerable and it's protective it wants to shield us it's not bad it just needs light so if we elevate our consciousness it needs to be in congruence coherence with the subconsciousness so i juro is sitting beside me now and he's like it's good juro don't worry no fear 
If you are afraid, have sweaty palms, all good. I'm going to manage it. I have light, a lot of light on you. Yes. Like it's not, I'm not a paranoid schizophrenic or something. It's, I don't talk like that, but it's just to uh, present it in a way. Right. And to kind of like help people uh, imagine yeah. or visualize, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, uh, to like visualize, how that feels yeah. like. Right. Uh, yeah, Jura. And, and it's okay. Said, it's okay, Jura. <laughs> I wonder what would I call my subconscious? Yeah, what you would your subconscious be? <laughs> Um, but I, I do, I do. Uh, yes, what you said makes total sense to me. Like uh, I know, um, you know, I grew up in Lebanon. You know, most of my life was in war, and I know there's, you know, certain times that I would lose my temper on things or feel like I didn't achieve something, and I would get really frustrated at myself, and I couldn't even tell why I was feeling that way. Um, and a couple of years ago, actually, I went to a uh, leadership retreat where I think we did tap into that subconscious without me realizing that's what we were doing. And man, it was just a complete switch over. And actually, I had my 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 uh, leader, uh, my coach uh, from that that trip on one of the shows as well, Sandra D. Robinson, and. It was amazing, you know, and, and the training was with horses and it was really cool. And I came back from there and I was actually almost like back to the real person I should have been uh, to a point like I was telling my husband the other day. I'm like, I, I, I remember coming back from the trip. I'm looking in my closet and I'm like, this doesn't look like me. Like, whose clothes are these? Like, why would I be picking these things for the last 20 years wearing stuff that it's not that doesn't look like me? I started getting rid of a bunch of stuff and I just came back to, I dressed up more like I used to when I was like 16, but not in a bad way, like, like, like in a good way, like something that, that feels me. So I don't have to wonder who I am every time, you know, it's just me and it's an empowerment. It's a total empowerment. That's the alignment. That's the coherence. Uh, that's the understanding of what life is. And I know that I struggle because I was only in the brain. The thing is that scientists and our life actually if you put away the science mm -hmm. we are more than 80 percent in our brain we have completely cerebralized if you can call it like that we are completely a cerebral a brain humanity we are not anymore a heart humanity because heart right. has forty thousand different nerves mm -hmm. that can sense joy sadness attack prior that our brain can depict because True. our brain is just a processor our brain is not the it. Our heart <laughs> is the, our body produces with all the sensors, intero, inside or proprio, outside receptors, produces certain information that then are sent by the nervous system into our brain. And then the right. cerebral area, the cortex and all the area depicts, de de deducts and translates and deciphers, decodes all of this information. Mm -hmm. But we live in a society where brain is more important the body is just in a use abuse of the mind desires and goals and dreams and yes. then we are then we are asking ourselves how can I, how can i feel so disaligned or i'm no not balanced i'm completely in a hormonal distress and stress and uh, how come not if you're all right. the time living from the brain and not actually giving any value to the body it should be vice versa 80% importance body and then the brain. It's not the to-do list. It's to be list. It's to feel list. Yes. And yes. then you do. First you yes. be, first you are, and then you do. So in this way, it's it's it should be. And then you are, like you said, empowered. Then you breathe differently. Then you are yes. in the 
parasympathetic nervous state of being, then your vagus nerve is not, you know, pushed in contraction. Right. So it's sympathetic <laughs> stress, freeze, fight all the time. So yes. <laughs> because it's crazy where we come to. It's 2023 almost. And we are living yeah. like worse than Neanderthals. We are completely <clears throat> disaligned. That's why we have all of these workshops and all of these teachings and different people yes. are channeling and doing because we need that as a humanity. We, we want to grow. We want to live. We want right. to, you know, enjoy life. Right. Yes. It's more than life is more than just a to-do list. And it's about feeling and living right now. It's just a, and, and, and you're right. You're the, that is what throws us off balance. It's not the amount of work. It's the amount of non-alignment. And I mean, for me this year, that was the yeah. word for the year, the alignment. Because I'm coming back from that 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 trip, and I was like, okay, this year is a year of alignment. Happy for so, you. Uh, next yeah. year for me is like a growth, the next phase of growth. So yeah, it's something that, and that's why I'm like, even if things are falling apart or something's not going the way I thought, it's like it, I'm less reactive, more like proactive. Like I'm like, okay, okay, something didn't work out. Okay, let's let's exactly let's, let's slow down instead of panic mode, and which was you know because of my subconscious and the it's way. It's funny I how you life. mentioned this. It's funny that you mentioned this because once we close this gap of subconsciousness and conscious growth, once they are aligned, that you become mature, also your inner child becomes yes. mature, your subconsciousness, Juro or Francesca becomes <laughs> mature. Once you close this gap, you have another gap that is important, the gap between re impulsive response reaction and responsibility, that you respond yes. with an ability. This gap is important, not this one. This one yes. is effing everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel it in myself that I've come such a long way uh, between that trip and the realignment. And then uh, another thing I wanted to mention, like, at least for me, and then you can, you know, let me know if this is, you know, you see uh, the, the thing that I'm envisioning. So I usually do Taekwondo, which is, uh, you know, heavy martial arts with, you know, a lot of legs and, you know, kicks and very def defensive in a different way because, um, you know, it's very high energy. And then I recently started doing Aikido, which is exact opposite. You know, in Aikido, you're going with the flow. And that was like a big shocker to me. And I was, I remember doing the first set, first or second class, you know, how five, six people can attack you and you just have to maneuver around. And uh, I was like backing up, like I was going to get into Taekwondo mode. And my, my master, grandmaster was like, wait, 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 you're supposed to go with the flow. And that was like a, a big wake up call. Another one where I was like, whoa, this is how I react in everything. I'm always getting on the defensive and I'm ready to punch back. And now it's like that has also helped me in a way, even though it's a physical martial arts training, but it's actually as assisting me in the brain function where it's like, okay, well, wait a minute. I, I don't have to react. Wait a minute. Let's just see what I can do out of this situation. And it's it's been so helpful to me. So yeah. This interpretation that we allow for the brain, actually subconsciousness, Amazon warehouses, to get the conclusion <laughs> has nothing to do with reality. And this gap yeah. between the subconsciousness and consciousness, we think that we are mature. We think that we are responsible, but you see how you respond. Actually, there's yeah. no, there is some attack, but there's no danger. And yet you respond as if you're a child, as if you're right. in that traumatic experience like Joe Dispenza and other doctors are saying and, and talking about this uh, involvement of, of our species and how we function. So exactly what you mentioned, you go into that because that seems familiar. 
Right. And now what happens? When you begin to do the changes consciously, these conscious changes are, of course, new order, something that's functioning, that's efficient. <laughs> but for the subconsciousness, here what happens? Subconsciousness has its own order and structure from the childhood. Mm. And now you begin to bring new order, which represents for this subconsciousness, Juro or Francesca or Bruno or whatever, <laughs> it represents, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's it's out of order, but yet it is new order and it's better. But subconsciousness, that's why changes are difficult because the subconsciousness is so embedded in our fascia, in mm. our muscular memory, in our muscular subconscious tension. It's so imprinted that we are like hating. We want to change, but we hate the change. Right. So that's why the confusion and these things are not explained, are not taught and are not so much represented yet that's why people who do change they it's stigmatized oh don't change you will like people have tried changes and they just go back to their own self so when they see a person in a family change too much they say okay let him try mm -hmm. he's gonna come back and drink beer with us again but, which you do so <laughs> that's why change is stigmatized but it's a it's a beneficial thing once you understand the, the dynamics because subconsciousness is not bad it just stores all of the automated things that we don't need to use so much energy. But the problem is that it has right. access to all of the memories, all of the emotions, and that it abuses them in this favor. Right, right. I love that. I love that. So before we go to the next question, I just want to, uh, you know, uh, read out some of the information that we wanted to leave with those of uh, our audience that is listening instead of viewing. So I just wanted to make sure you guys get to have Yure's number and how to reach him, contact information. So I'm going to read out his WhatsApp phone number is 829-395-1768. So I'll repeat that. Plus the one. WhatsApp. <clears throat> yeah, it's a plus one, 829-395-1768. Yes. And then I'll also read out his email. So you can reach out to him via email if you like. And that is his name. Yure, J-U-R-E dot K-O-S-C-A-K at gmail.com. So it's his name and, and last name yes. at gmail.com. And then one more thing, you know, uh, um, Yure has a, a special offer. You can now take the Archetype uh, uh, Athlete Evaluation uh, on his link tree. And I will read that as well because I don't want to mess it up. So that would be at linktr.com ee slash genuine dot athlete so if you go to link three and then you search up you'll find it as well genuine dot athlete or they just put in yeah. google link three genuine athlete and the site will come up there you go there you go very easy and then you'll see the 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 evaluation right there the link yeah, and you can take it's that the link out. for evaluation uh it's free and then also other things that i share in my instagram and my podcast as well the being the genuine athlete everything all links are there Awesome. 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 And I'll let it run a few times. So on the banner, so anyone else wants to write it down, they can do that. All right. So our next question was, uh, what was one of the most like a major impact, uh, you know, or maybe a person that impacted your change or your, you know, the, some of the things that you did? Uh, like Snoop Dogg said, first of <laughs> all, I'm grateful to myself. <laughs> 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 I Good. like that one. Yeah, Good. but also, yeah, anyway, you know, parents, 
contributed a lot. First, they had right. they made they made love. They had sex. That was a good point. <laughs> so you're here. <laughs> yeah, it was a late summer evening. They had fun. So thankful. I'm born on the April. So <laughs> if we go there, yeah. Then of course, you know, I have a sister. All of the every people, every person impacted me that I had on the journey sure. uh, in, in table tennis arenas, uh, my coach, of course, which I wanted to have so many times psychiatry for and with and for me because it was you know, <laughs> a, a dense, a very tense and dense relationship that I had with him. I never know, knew how to say no. So I played mm -hmm. with all of different players, even the injured one, the invalids. I liked it. Everyone was like, no, no. I played with the people on wheelchair with cerebral palsy, whatever you name it. I played with them. I was a volunteer on a rehab institute for children with these, you know, uh, disabilities. So I loved mm. it. I, it's good that I didn't say no because this only gave to me. So maybe, yes, this, this made a big impact when I saw a girl, you know, she could just barely move her hand. I show her table tennis ball and she had the best smile ever. You know, girl who was born Aww, with some disability of of brain. Yes. I played with one guy with one 15 year old teenager. He had an accident and we played table tennis. He peed out of joy because somebody <laughs> gave him attention. So it makes yes. me emotional now because I remember these uh, things. So these are the things that impacted me that made me a more gentle, kinder person because in general, me as Jure, I was only occupied, preoccupied with, I want to win what, no matter what it takes. I just want to get the trophy. I want to win. I want to, I need to win. I'm the winner. I need to win. And I'm going to kill everyone on the way to it. So all of these, you know, experiences helped me to, to get myself to another level of impactfulness of joy and kindness yes. and, and being grateful for life because I'm an angry or I was an angry, frustrated mess. So um, mm. if I name one out, yeah, of course, my parents, coaches, I've had, I have some uh, spiritual coaches that were my uh, gurus in a way, like almost 15 years ago when I started more profoundly this journey with energy coaching and, and, mm -hmm. and traditional Chinese medicine. Uh, so they are also important. My girlfriend now, which we are together for more than five years, I know her for 12 years. We met on that group, that meditation. And then after wow, seven years amazing. of friendship, we sort of, yes. you know, it, the stars were aligned and they put us in the ocean <laughs> and the, everything else is history and what's happened stays there. So, yeah. <laughs> so she's a big influence. Uh, she's uh, she's going to have a birthday now in, in a couple of days. She's a, she's a Sagittarius and she's so mm. light going. She knows me immediately. She can pinpoint my, you know, whatever I'm losing so she can bring me back in an instant. So I'm, yeah. I'm very grateful to have her in my life because we amplify each other in the good way that's amazing that's amazing to hear i love that i love that all right so now let's switch to talking a little bit more about you know some your some of your customers and and you've kind of given us a little bits and pieces in general so you know what you know what are the type of customers that you are working with and are they specific i know you mentioned in your bio there are some athletes and some are non-athletes so how do you work is there a different way to work with them uh i've had most of non-athletes because athletes have big ego and it's difficult to get them to do this because they don't want to they don't want to waste time they don't understand the benefits they're like i'm like oh my god if i had this what i'm giving 20 years ago i would be the world champion literally because at the end of my career when i when i implemented what i learned 
I was training 10 times less, but I had 10 times more success, mm. literally. So yeah. athletes I had here and there, I had some from judo, world champions, football, b basketball, swimming, uh, uh, football, as I mentioned, yes. So that's that's what I had contact with. Tennis, of course, table tennis. Of course. <laughs> do, not, do not forget, so obvious. Um, but I work with everyone. Uh, I worked with elderly. I worked with uh, moms. I Although I still don't have a child, but I was a child. I'm not a parent, but... For sure. So... Somehow, I don't know that example yet, uh, but I'm gonna. I'm going there. I'm going there. They're gonna get out of the my warehouse, the babies. Uh, <laughs> so um, yes, then I had athletes, non-athletes, college athletes, also some children, ten-year-old. I had contact with, but the main, like it, I can say, I help everyone. But the main, the main that uh, red line that connects all of them, they are mm. all willing to learn. They are all right. coachable. Right. They are all open. They want a change. They want a transformation that is like sealed. They don't want a yes. small touch, touch and feel better. They want something profound. They want right. something long term because this is who I am. I'm actually my own niche. So in that mm -hmm. way, I'm searching for people that are similar, that vibe on the same level. Absolutely. They just need some, some guidance, some GPS points that they can reach their, their goals and dreams and manifest yeah. them. And, and how long does the program take? Is it a specific timeline or is it a continuous program? There's like levels and levels they have to reach. Of course. Look, uh, just like a couple of days ago, I met a lady. She's over 70. She's an ex-boxer. She still plays a lot of tennis. She's very yeah, vibrant, amazing. vital. Yes. She's an amazing lady. Her, her daughter was a coach in our, my, my uh, girlfriend, she, we have a tennis academy. And her daughter was a tennis assistant coach with us. So we are friends and they're from Canada. Sometimes they come to the Dominican Republic and we met them now after a year. Year ago, I talked once with this lady for half an hour at the dinner. I mentioned mm. her this aspect of subconsciousness and the name. And now we meet after a year and she stops the car. My girlfriend goes out. She hugs the you know tennis coach. And I talk with this lady and she, I put down the window. She's like, I still remember Francesca. And I'm like, who the F is Francesca in my head? <laughs> What's she talking now? I don't even remember her real name. I forgot yeah. about this lady's name. So I'm like, what's she talking? Let me park. And I'm parking. Who the? What, how should I talk now? I step yeah, out yeah, like, and she yeah. hugs me. And she said, <laughs> you know, Francesca, you talk to me about Francesca, the subconsciousness. And I'm like, oh, wow. So I talked, I talked to her 30 minutes and it had an impact. Right. And she still has it. I talked to some people 300 times in a year for an hour. You still don't get it. <laughs> some they, they get it of course they get it but sometimes it's a long process but yeah look it's depending on what you want depending on how mm. deep you want to go normally i start with a free consultation also this archetype numerology decoding right. deciphering uh, and then it goes at least for a month three months that it's sort of you know some constant thing that it can get slowly that you get some material right. information that you begin to align and then if you want more normally i have people one year or even two years on coaching uh right. sometimes at the beginning it's daily then it sort of goes uh, less of frequent because they already become so uh full of energy and vitality again because all the energy that was priorly spent to manage certain tension is relaxed and it's available to use it for creativity so they don't have yeah. so much time to see me and they don't need to see me so much anymore right. so in that way it goes <laughs> in a nutshell got it got it that's 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 awesome 
so it's it's good to know that you work with majority of you know people and and it's uh and how does the 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 chronic pain like how do you how, how do you work through that is it all part of the overall coaching with the aq so uh, i was coaching already for 10 years and plus mm. and when i i i um, learned about this aq method already like years ago it's uh -huh. st stuck somewhere but i didn't go deeper understood but, but then a couple of years ago when i had this sharp chronic pain constant pain that prevented me to sleep even that wow. converted me into being depressed and like in in anguishment in in, in some mm. despair already because it was all the time pain i was just focusing and dealing giving oh, attention okay. to this pain right. of my right hip the abuse of the cartilage Mm. So uh, I was like, I, I was done. I tried all of the different physiotherapies, treatments, even the injections uh, against the, you know, anti-block block pain injections. Mm -hmm. And then I, then I remembered this AEQ and I went back. So why this story? Because prior to really diving into these workshops, I did several workshops, four or five, and then I went to the certifying uh, coaching workshop, uh, education for to be a certified coach of AEQ method. All of the workshops I did, I slowly gathered the momentum. Of course, immediately, like in a couple of weeks, my pain went away. I could mm. begin to live again. I'll, I'll explain why. But then later, as I became a certified coach, I got the illumination. My Amazon warehouse of Juro got a lot of lights. <laughs> Yay. So, so before this, I was a coach like metaphorically to people, a coach of tennis, we were swinging rackets, metaphorically speaking, you know, coaching and everything, but not playing tennis, yes. really. It's just like a metaphor. But we didn't have the, the tennis ball. Mm. I was explaining, I was getting into their, you know, matrix, their, you know, DNA and everything. I know how to <laughs> decode and go deep in a person, but something was missing. But with this AQ, it's like sealed, done deal. I have a tennis ball. Now we play. Because it's a, I guide people into these soft, slow exercises, and I don't touch them, but I touch them, if you understand. There's something tangible. Because yeah. behind this AAQ knowledge, it's AAQ stands for aequitas. It's, it means equitude. It means equity. It means balance. It's an old uh, right. Roman, Roman uh, goddess of fair trade, that everything is fair between the buyer and the seller. So... With this method, with the exercises, you begin to sense which muscles are tense subconsciously in contraction. If you have, hold the fist and you open, it's white. There's no blood. So some right. of our muscles are without blood, without oxygen, constantly. Wow. Like some people are inclinated forward, some backward, some sideways. True. So <clears throat> this is somewhere blocking, stopping the energy. Hmm. And it's it's draining your energy that's why people feel exhausted burnt out because it's such an amount of um unit units of energy being spent to maintain a certain uh, muscular tension contraction that enables you to have a relationship or to do business or to do sport because wow. it gives you something but yeah. you pay a big price the body is tense so because my right thigh muscle the the femoris the hamstring and everything was tight for 20 years counting it was hitting into my hip, uh, this uh, cavity and hip, uh, you know, the head. So it, yeah. so it abused my cartilage because the, the, this muscle was tense. Once I could figure out, hey, I have a tense muscle. Before, I, it was a blind spot. Once I could mm. bring it here, 
Oh, it's tension, it's contraction. Ah, then I learned how to relax it with the exercise. Once I relax, the bone of femoris of the thigh and the hip head, I have space now. I still feel pain sometimes, but now I feel it maybe once or twice per week. Before right. I felt it twice per, per a second. Wow. All the time, because it was pushing all the time. This muscle was tense. Once I relax, the chronic pain goes away. Emotional distress goes away. Emotional baggage goes away. These exercises are just a tool that you become more emotionally mature. Mm. If I can go a bit deeper. Yes. So we have relationships in which we don't want to say something or express because we might lose a deal. We might lose affection. We might lose love, attention. So we just like, you know, maybe with your mother, maybe with your spouse, maybe with your children. You're like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and smiling, yeah, but inside, <laughs> like, and all of this tension, it means that all of this built up energy that should go out stays in, mm -hmm. but it stays in if you have the tension contraction. So once you, do the ex once you do the exercises, you of course learn how to relax, but here's what happens when you relax, all of this comes out, what was under this tension <laughs> being managed. So then the next step after the exercises, it needs to be guidance coaching uh, this relationship between me and the client that I guide the client that the person begins to express in a more mature way. Right. Built up emotions and stress. Because that's the goal of the exercise of, of AEQ method. Mm. That you begin to change your behavior and you are not right. afraid anymore what you will lose if you do this. You are enlightened. You begin to understand, oh, if I say this is just in my mind, that if I say to someone, you know what, I don't like you. It doesn't mean that they will go away from your life or that you'll lose a business. Or if you lose a business, that business was not meant for you. Right. But what it right. means that you are, you, migraines, headaches, depression, allergies, uh, bad ear sight, bad uh, eyesight, bad, bad ear uh, hearing, uh, all of the joints, muscles, cramps, uh, even menstruation, period. Everything can be resolved when you relax your body. And this is how chronic pain dissipates. It goes away and it becomes back again acute pain. Acute when you know that you hit something or you step somewhere. Right. Yeah. Then it hurts. It's not <laughs> chronic anymore. And you, right. Because chronic is you don't know where is it coming from. But it's coming from the tension of muscles. Yeah, it's 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 so interesting that you mentioned the migraine. I know I used to have migraines all the time. I think I was living off of a bottle of Advil almost every day. Like and that. now it's like almost never, never, almost yeah. never. Because it happens once in a while under yeah. stress if I'm thinking too many things. So it's so funny that you mentioned that migraine. I used to get it all the time. Yeah. All the time. I love it. Love it. All right. So our our last question for today. <laughs> So what are the three, uh, let's say, uh, either challenges or something that you learned throughout your journey as you become an entrepreneur? What are three things that you can, uh, you know, tell us about and, and for other entrepreneurs to learn from? With pleasure and delight. Um, <laughs> I can combine the, the, the solution or the insight and then also the challenge yeah. because it's all connected it, in a way. Yeah, there, there are no challenges, actually, uh, that are from the outside. It's only the old beliefs. It's only the my own limitations. So yeah. once I can, you know, understand, no, I don't need to do everything on my own. A team. You need a team. If you want to be successful in anything, you need a team. I was born in yes. a in, in a 
family where my parents were a lone worker. They were self-employed. They never had anyone helping. So this mm. is in my brain. This is in my muscles. I no, no. I'm nobody does as I do. I can do everything, but I'm working being an accountant, being a cleaner, being a marketer, <laughs> being a promoter, being a content. No, no, you're a stop. I need a team. Yeah. So once you once I put away my old limiting beliefs and yeah, limiting beliefs, then I yeah. got the team. So team is the first thing that I suggest that. strongly on. The second thing is uh, all of the drama and emotional responses, uh, impulsive responses that I had being frustrated, angry and everything else happened because I was living in a blind spot. You know, like mm. you don't know that you don't know. So right. the less information you can, you can know a lot of information, but if you don't implement them, if you don't close the gap between your subconsciousness and consciousness, you will be living in a blind spot. So mm. let go uh, on learning a must. I must, yeah. must. Letting go and unlearning the shit that, you know, drains you. So, yes. because otherwise you're going to be always in the drama. And drama means that you have lack of light, lack of information. I love that. And I love the way you said it. It's connected. The next thing, it's quite connected regarding, uh, I, I myself, from my limiting beliefs, from my, you know, blind spot, was interfering. I was stepping in the flow, like you stepped in Aikido. <laughs> don't don't interfere with your bullshit stories. Just go with the flow. But how? Just go. But how? Just yeah. Francesca, <laughs> please, Francesca, sit down. I'm gonna <laughs> find Marie is gonna fight now. It's gonna go. I keep, but you're gonna get hurt. It's okay. If I get hurt, I get hurt. You're gonna be yeah, okay. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's that's it. That's it. In that way. So team letting go, unlearning, and, and completely having this relaxed, joy, fun state of being, and of course, elevating this, amplifying, uh, amplifying it. <laughs> this is uh, how I solve my issues, my challenges, and how what I, of course, suggest to everyone else. And the last uh, bonus tip, people say, uh, you know, when they do this, it's like nose, it's like connections. You need to have connections. I'm not talking about connections uh -huh. like... Uh, also, you can you need to network. I knew I uh, I met you on 10x, so it's good that we connected yes. and look where we are now. But Woo. I'm I'm referring to it's sometimes or I would say 100% of the time the solution is in front of your nose. It's actually mm. your nose. It is actually your nose. <laughs> what I mean by that? Breathe with your nose. Ah, love even, that. Even while you're talking. A teacher that teaches six, seven hours in a classroom, spends talking seven hours after the job workload, that teacher right. has just run a marathon. This is 